Welcome back to Sports Link, boys and girls, with your host, Josh Link. Uh, I haven't done a podcast in a little while because I have been waiting for this whole NBA free agency thing to shake out just to see where it would end up going, and we now finally know where the big names have gone. Obviously, the big news is that LeBron James and Chris Bosh have joined Dwayne Wade in Miami, uh, basically forming uh, the best big three since, oh, I don't know, Mikhail Bird Parrish or uh, Worthy Kareem Magic. It's the best big three since the 80s, that's for sure. Uh, I don't really consider Jordan Pippen and Rodman to be uh, the great big three, mainly because Jordan was just so far superior to the other two that Jordan, me, and you were, you know, a big three as well. So, uh, basically, we've got this super team brewing in Miami. They've also added uh, Udonis Haslam. They've re-signed him. Uh, Mike Miller has been added to the team. Uh, there's been talk about Zajunas Ogalskis, Trace McGrady, Rajah Bell, Keon Dooling, Jason Williams, Mike James, etc., etc., etc. Basically, a lot of uh, veteran free agents who care more about rings than money are going to be flocking to the Miami Heat to try to win as many rings as possible before their career ends. Because if you're a low-level player who doesn't really have any recognition, the best way to get that recognition is to put rings on your fingers. Just ask uh, Derek Fisher and Robert Ory and Rick Fox and people like that how important it is to win championships. I'm sure Steve Kerr would tell you the same thing. So basically, you've got this super team now. Uh, the other free agents, uh, Mario Stoudemire went to the Knicks without really anybody else. Uh, they even lost David Lee, so the Knicks really no better than they were the previous year. All that salary was dumped basically for nothing. Uh, they're going to be hoping for 2011 to try to acquire Carmelo Anthony and possibly Tony Parker or somebody like that, but at this point, they've got nothing. So the Knicks, complete bust in the free agency market. The Bulls, the Bulls made out pretty well, even though they didn't get any of the big three. They still got Carlos Boozer, who's a nice pickup. Uh, they got Kyle Korver, great three-point shooter. And they may end up with J.J. Redick. They've signed him to an offer sheet. The Magic have the opportunity to uh, match that. So we'll see what happens there. But the Bulls have turned themselves into a nice little team. Uh, in fact, if it weren't for the Heat, the Bulls might be... You know, the, the new great young team in the Eastern Conference, seeing as how the uh, uh, the Boston Celtics are going to be past their prime shortly here. The Bulls really had an opportunity to become one of the next great contenders, but that Miami team now is just so loaded that it's hard to see anybody else really being a, a consistent champion in the Eastern Conference for the next decade other than that team. Um, LeBron James has taken on a lot of criticism over the whole ordeal. He basically, uh, he's taken on a lot of criticism from a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons. The only real justified criticism I think that has been leveled at him is that the way he went about dumping the Cavs in favor of the Heat uh, with his one-hour special uh, seemed a bit classless and arrogant. Uh, I don't think he fully grasped how the city of Cleveland would react to a one-hour dumping, basically. He, he spent an hour breaking up with his girlfriend. That's essentially what he did uh, in front of the entire world. Uh, obviously, Clevelanders are a little unhappy with him, though I don't think burning jerseys and trying to destroy anything LeBron-related is really a uh, wise decision. 
But, yeah, he's taken on criticism for that. I agree. I thought it was uh, a poor move to have an hour-long special um, to basically give the middle finger to the city of Cleveland. I, I thought that was a bit inappropriate. Other than that, though, I think he should be commended for taking a $15 million pay cut to play with his friends and try to win multiple championships. Uh, we get on guys a lot because they – so many times you see guys like Joe Johnson who uh, goes to the Atlanta Hawks, who was a bad team then and is not a great team now, and signs big deal after big deal with them, uh, where he knows he's never going to win a championship as opposed to trying to find a team to get him a championship. Uh, and we've always criticized guys like that, guys who care about the money more than they care about winning. And then we have LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade – Three, two of the three best players in the league in LeBron and Wade and Chris Bosh, a top five power forward, all shedding $15 million in order to play together and try to win as many championships as possible. Right now they're being demonized. I think they should be celebrated for trying to do something that's never been done before, at least not in the modern free agency era. Um, obviously we've seen super teams in the past, but you don't usually see them form through free agency. You usually see them form through the draft. And with the way the salary caps and things work these days, it's almost impossible to set up a team like that. A lot of credit goes to Pat Riley for being able to clear the kind of cap space necessary to land those three players. That's just an incredible task. Uh, the next thing that I'm hearing with regards to all this free agency stuff is that the Lakers uh, are still the prohibitive favorites to win it all next year, that the Celtics and Magic may be favorites over Miami, that Chicago may be even a, a favorite over Miami because there's just no way Miami could possibly add all the role players necessary to be a true contender this upcoming season. That'll take two to three years before they're a true contender. And to that, I say that's absolutely ridiculous. I would make them the favorite right now to win it all. Uh, First of all, the last time we had any kind of big three come together, it was in Boston when we had Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen all get together. And those guys were all at the tail ends of their careers. They were past their prime. They, none of those three guys were in their prime when they came together. And everybody said at the same time, at the time, the same thing they're saying about the Heat now, which is that there's no way that team wins a championship, at least not right away, because it's just three guys and a bunch of nobodies. There's no way that team wins. Well, then it turns out that when you have three players that good, when you add Rajon Rondo, who is very young, uh, he becomes a much better player because he's surrounded by talent. Kendrick Perkins becomes a much better player because he's surrounded by talent. Uh, they got guys like James Posey and uh, Eddie House to come off the bench and contribute big minutes. Uh, P.J. Brown contributed big minutes. Uh, these are guys who weren't stars by any stretch of the imagination, though he's not at that point. Rajon Rondo is probably a star now, but at that point, none of those guys were stars. A lot of those guys were older players who just wanted to win a ring. They took pay cuts. You're going to see the same thing in Miami, and you're already starting to see